Hey everybody, welcome to another edition of Guys Talking Sports. And on this week, we want to get into Mookie Betts and his new 12-year, $365 million contract extension. Um, we're going to talk about um, basketball. Um, do we believe that LeBron James and Giannis is worthy of this MVP? And then we'll talk about a little bit of football and the ongoing saga of the Washington Redskins or soon to be former Washington Redskins team. No, Washington Redskins team. A little of this, a little of that, and a lot more on this week of Guys Talking Sports. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Guys Talking Sports. Um, it is another week. Um, we're still living under um, COVID restrictions, day number whatever. <laughs> <laughs> or I should say month number four. So uh, it's July, mid-July, middle of the summer. Um, and guess what, everybody? Sports is really starting about to crank up. Baseball kicks off. Opening night is going to be tomorrow. Uh, football is cranking up with training camp. Um, Basketball is already doing preseason games, and they'll be officially starting at the end of the month. And the WNBA is going to be starting, I believe, at this week. So Al, what's good, and how are you? Um, I'm doing great. Um, it was just a little stormy out here, so the weather was getting kind of crazy for a second. But overall, everything's good. Ready to get started. Good, good. So let's get started right off. The first bombshell news that we heard today was, um, of course, two weeks ago, the whole craze was um, Patrick Mahomes signing a 10-year deal worth up to $450 million, mm-hmm. uh, only to be trumped today by Mookie Betts and the Dodgers agreeing to an extension that would pay him upwards up to $365 million for 12 years. Um, so if you tack it on what he's going to make this year um, with the extension, um, he's going to be making upwards over $380 plus million over the next 13 years. Um, and he gets a nice, shiny $65 million bonus on top of what he's going to make this year, which is going to make him damn near close to a $100 million paycheck uh, for this year. It is good to be at LA Dodgers. So, uh, <laughs> so, uh, so what do you think about the deal? And do you believe that it was worth it? Uh, I, usually I would um, defer to our residential Major League Baseball aficionado, um, but since he's not here at the moment, to be honest, I thought that I know he's going to have his thoughts on it as well, but to be honest, that's a lot of money. Um, LA fans is, 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 is happy. I think Boston fans is like, yeah, okay. God forbid something happens if you get injured. Um but I think that overall, that that was it's. I wasn't expecting the extension to be that much at this stage. I thought it was to be honest. I didn't expect the extension to be that long. Um, I was looking for something maybe a little bit shorter. But for the most part, hey, um, kudos to Mookie for getting it getting it done. Um, I know that when he was acquired by um, the Dodgers from Boston, I, you know, it, it he's happy. And that's all that matters at this stage. I think it's more so that he is happy. Um, he he loves L.A. now. Um, so he officially gets there and he does what he has to do. Just hopefully he lives up to that contract. Because if not, um, you don't want to have a repeat of some of the other contracts L.A. has put out and didn't deliver. So it's going to be interesting to see how this happens and see how Mookie handles – I mean, Mookie and L.A how that goes continuing forward. But it's a good deal overall, overall definitely for Mookie. Yeah, I mean, um, it is – I mean, I guess it'd be worth it. I mean, you think about it, 12-year deal. Um, I think if the first – they're probably going to front-load a lot of it so that they won't get taxed on the back end because right now you're going to have them upwards until when he's like, what, late 30s, maybe 40. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, you don't want to have – that kind of $30 million contract weighing in on you. So I'm pretty sure it's probably going to be front loaded. So the back end won't be that bad. Um, so I'm figuring if you get your just dues within the first couple of years, maybe like the first four years, you're happy with it. The last four years, you know, depending on how the contract is structured, um, if it's not as much hitting to their cap, maybe they might try to offload if they can. 
Um, I mean, but yeah, I mean, you look at um, some of the bigger contracts out there. I mean, Mike Trout signed a big contract, really. <laughs> yep. um, uh, uh, was it uh, Stanton signed his? Um, Bryce Harper. Bryce Harper signed Very his. Cool. I mean, so yep. <laughs> so a lot of people. I know Boston did not want to um, put that kind of money in the Mookie um, because they already got some money tied up for a couple of years. So mm-hmm. obviously they wanted to get, you know, offload them so they can avoid that. <laughs> extension which they knew is probably going to be around as much if not a little bit more um but the dodgers you know along with some you know some of the big market teams are the kind of teams and i know their fans are happy they probably got the pockets to afford this um obviously with baseball getting ready to kick off tomorrow i mean um tomorrow um you know the tv contracts are going to be coming in so they, they basically want to get everything signed and going to count against this year and moving forward but I think with Mookie, I think it'd be worth it if they get, you know, a World Series appearance, a really a World Series win. I mean, yeah. Um, if you can get one within the next two years, and I think from a LA Dodgers fan perspective, it'd be worth it. But if you don't get anything <laughs> within the first couple of years, maybe not so much, but the man deserved it. Um he was great when he was with the um uh, with with the Red Sox. I mean, he was the only one of the few people that's won a um was the uh World Series um, batting title, Golden Gloves, um, and another one to make that you know the more of the quadruple effect. So um he's gonna bring well, let me phrase that he's gonna bring people to the TV to watch it. <laughs> nobody in this nobody stands to play the games, but uh I. You know, I guess if you're a Dodgers fan, you're happy right now. If you're a Boston Red Sox fan, you're going to be looking like, well, let's see how it goes. And hopefully he doesn't max out. But for the Dodgers, they get something the next two to four years, it's worth it. Then they can kind of, what happens after that? Yeah, you worry about that then. Yeah. Uh, like I said, it's just, I think it's still just one of the lists. It's a list of, of one of the, the con, like the, it's what, he's a list of players that LA would pay for to get some production out of and to ring that, like you said, their goal is to win, to win the championship ring. Um, and we'll see how that goes. And, you know, it, it's a, it, at this point, it's an investment for them that they couldn't pass up. And why should that? I mean, he's proved what he can do um, to earn that contract or in that extension. So, um, like I said, kudos to Mookie for getting it done. And kudos, to, I know LA fans is, 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 is happy right now. Yeah, when they traded for him, I mean, you obviously knew that, you know, this was coming up and you know you needed to bring somebody in. So you knew the Dodgers is going to definitely have to sign a contract. I think it was just a matter of the length and the numbers. But, I mean, even when he was kind of talking about he might not play, we all know he's going to play. I mean, Mm -hmm. um, (laughs) it was just a matter of, you know, know, not if he was going to play, but just when he was going to report. But I think this contract goes without saying, this is what the Dodgers wanted. They got their man that they wanted. Um, Boston didn't want to pay this contract extension, which they knew was going to be in this realm. Um, but hey, it's good to be a baseball guy because you get all your money, every every penny, <laughs> no matter if it's front loaded or back loaded, you get all of your three hundred and sixty-five million dollar extension. And what's good about it is because the team doesn't have no more no more financial commitments beyond the 2022 season. So it's, you know, if you're going to get it done, you better get it done. And that way you can focus on doing what you need to do to win. Kudos to Mookie. <laughs> and yes, yeah. um, coming in um, <laughs> off uh, out the bullpen, um, Ace, a.k.a. Cat Daddy, a.k.a. Big Sexy, a.k.a. That nigga. <laughs> I'm hungry. <laughs> So what you say, man, about uh about Mookie um getting broke off with his with his extension? Man, look, man, when you set off as a kid, you love baseball, and you go through Pee Wee Little League, Babe Ruth, Junior Leagues, college, whatever, summer leagues, whatever the hell you play, and you come around to get a, a generational type of contract like this, kudos, man. Kudos. I, I I got nothing but respect for Mookie. I you know I actually respect the, the the sport of baseball because 
they are willing to eat a lot of years of a contract because they know they want the value of the contract that you're going to bring when you're in your prime. And I'm sure if Mookie were to start to decline, say, by year eight or nine, that they'll pull a Bobby Bonilla and defer a lot of that money where Mookie's going to sit back and collect a million or two dollars a year <laughs> just sitting there smoking a cigar every anniversary of when that, you know, that, when that contract renews. I can't be mad. I mean, he's one of the best players in the game. Um, it, it really, it really makes me laugh sometimes when you have teams like Boston and even my Yankees who want to sit there and act like they ain't got the money to pay for the Joker, knowing damn well they do got the money to pay for it, but now they're trying to extend you and not try to pay for that sort of a contract. But then two, two or three years later, they're going to find another piece of another player or some sort of talent like that and turn around and sign them to a similar contract. Maybe not 12 years, maybe not at $350 million, but it could still equal out to $30 million a year over so many years, you know? So it just, it just baffles my mind. It's like, if you just don't want to put in a long contract, sign a man to some short, incentive-laden four-year contract. <laughs> I mean, but hey, I ain't mad. That's what I love about baseball. If you're good and you're a star, you get paid. You know, none of this, oh, we don't think you could cut it. We're going to cut you, and then, then your contract is null and void. So, my man, Mookie, big ups. You know, when I come to L.A., man, can you give me a fat burger or something? I know you can afford it. You know, <laughs> <laughs> can I get a franchise? You know, just one location. Yeah, I was about wow. to say, think big, man. Think big. Think <laughs> franchise, dude. Think investment. That's this. That's this is dropping a bucket for him. <laughs> well, well, obviously, you know, what you know, with some of the other squads like the Boston Red Sox and the Yankees, you know, they really the Yankees. I mean, you know, they spent big in the past, and it looks like they're trying to be a little more fiscal responsive. But you know, they got some contracts sitting out there on their end where, you know, some guys are gonna be looking to get paid. I mean, obviously, you know, Aaron Judge comes to mind. Um, uh, and I can't think of his name off the top of my head. The center. Um, oh, oh, um, oh, oh uh, the center. I mean, the catcher. Yeah. Um, uh, Sanchez. Sanchez is going to be another one's going to be coming to pick up. Um, the new kid that they brought in, rookie from last year. If he if he's um knocking him out again this year, he's going to be looking for another payday. So the Yankees got some guys that's going to be coming up one day. It's going to be looking to get paid, so I'm pretty sure they're trying to be fiscal responsible now, <laughs> knowing they're going to have to bank up, um, back up the Brinks truck in about another year or two if they want to keep that squad together. But Aaron Judge has already said that he's willing to take less money right now to win championships. <laughs> right now. Wow. <laughs> you know what? That sounds good. <laughs> that sounds like when you dating a girl, like yeah, nah, it's yeah, I'm in here for the long haul. But really, you know, you <laughs> what you're really in for. Hey, you know, it is what it is. But I, I'm curious to see how things are gonna kind of uh, work out in that situation. But I know the Yankees got a lot of they got a lot of issues they're gonna need to take care of. Not to mention Glaber Torres. Some of these other young cats that just coming up, and if they continue to produce, DJ LeMayhew, I'm yes. and they got that fool for a steal. A two year, eight million dollar contract. If he if he produces this year, he's gonna want to get paid. You know, so yeah, the Yankees. But I guess those are good issues to have. Yeah, being that you know, there's no salary cap. It's just a matter of how much of a luxury tax are the Yankees willing to spend. Obviously, we know Boston ain't willing to spend that sort of money on a luxury tax. Not anymore. (laughs) But the Yankees, they may. I don't know. Well, look, I mean, like you said, congrats to to, to Mookie. I mean, he's he's he deserves it. I mean, you know, you know, he is um, his stats of the last couple of years. have just been phenomenal. I mean, you can't deny that. And like I said, the reason why Boston trade him is they ain't want to pay him. Look what they so, gave up. They gave Price and him. Yeah. For a bunch of, for a bunch of uh, peanuts and Cracker Jacks. <laughs> you know? So, uh, 
that just that to me, I just don't understand why they would sit there and do that sort of a thing and just come back with nothing. But I guess obviously they must know their farm system better than most. Well, I don't know. It's going to be interesting. And speaking about um, overall baseball, obviously opening night starts off tomorrow. So uh, I think most people have been thirsting for some sports. I mean, um, there's been golf, there's been NASCAR. Um, maybe we saw a little bit of tennis, UFC, um, boxing, but they've been having like, you know, in my opinion, like the, not even a triple A, like the double A and the single A um, boxing people on, um, top ring boxing but um, are you guys excited for the start of baseball and do you believe that the baseball season will start and finish on time without any interruptions well let me phrase that yeah without any interruptions and with Toronto eventually finding a home to play some home games <laughs> right <laughs> um, oh wow yeah um uh, unfortunately, there's there's just no no guarantee that there'll be a, uh, that the season can start and finish on time without any hiccups or whatever, unless they allow expanded rosters just so that in the case of one or six players that get tested positive at one time, they can easily bring six players up to replace them. Um, but they're definitely going to get started. And I'm totally happy. I like I said last week, I'll be tuning in some games this year. Because it's just I mean there's nothing on TV that, that really just interests me. So why not watch a game? Why not the Japanese baseball? Uh yeah, that don't interest me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I can't be mad. Not mad at all. You know, so Speaking of which, can I be on your flight? It looks comfortable. <laughs> yeah, nah, I'm good. This is just one. I mean, I can't have social distancing. I'm practicing. So. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you look like you're sitting up in like a private jet, man. <laughs> I'm trying, man. I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying. Um, no, nah, but I think that just in, in general with sports overall, I think that Major League Baseball, um, everybody's going to tune in to watch. I mean, in sports overall, everybody's tuning in to watch because something that is lacking. So, um, you know, I, I, I'm definitely interested in seeing how some of the new, the roster changes um, for some of these teams pan out. So, yes, I mean, even though I'm not maybe an avid, like, baseball fan like um, my boy Ace, but I am definitely interested in seeing how some of these teams produce and see where it goes from there. Uh, yeah, I think I'm just, you know, excited and just happy to see sports overall. I think we've all been thirsting for it. Um, you know, they've, I mean, at one point we all weren't sure even it was going to be a baseball season, um, you know, with the way things are going, but on the contract, contract negotiations aside, um, I watch them, some quote unquote summer spring games or whatever you want to call it, some preseason games and, it's just good to see some sports out there. It kind of brings a little bit more of a normalcy to your summer. Mm -hmm. um, um, but I'm with you, Ace. Uh, they're going to get started. It's tomorrow. <laughs> um, how they're going to finish up, I'm hoping that there's no issues and that they can start and finish without any hiccups or any kind of you know major issues. Barring any gravely ill situations with COVID-19 or just, yeah. I think, you know, I guess like just like many players and many teams catching a virus. I think if one player gets tested here or there, I think they're still going to probably, they're going to run without any bumps, but I'm hoping there's no major issues that would basically cause for the season is to, to just basically get, get stopped. But I'm looking forward to it and I'll be watching. Yeah, me too. <laughs> and power me away. <laughs> now I am mad. Remember when you sent me the message that the Yankees were on against the Mets? And yes. uh, I turned that game off because it looked like the Yankees were going to win like three, like four, two, or something like that. And they ended up winning nine to three. And I was like, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> it was like in the ninth inning. Like that. I was like, ah, oh, this game's over. I'm not going to sit there and watch the ninth inning. 
And I saw the, the score the next day. I was like, oh, sh-. I was like, oh, I missed all the fireworks. <laughs> <laughs> well, it looks like everybody was was working the kinks out and everything. So, you know, it's it's. I guess what you expect of you would be down in like you know Tampa or in Florida watching some of the you know. The, the real preseason games in spring, but you know, mm-hmm. it's just going to be good to see the lights out. I've seen some of the stadiums where they had to cut out fans in the background, um, much better than Korea where they had the sex dolls <laughs> in the background. So kudos to them, major league baseball for having fans. They're even talking about pump piping some um, crowd noise into the stadiums to simulate when someone does a good hit, you know, good play or even some booze when an opposing, you know, team is in there and does something. So um, it's going to be very interesting, um, but, you know, baseball is starting up, and I guess we're all excited for it. So, switching gears to basketball, which I haven't seen any preseason games, but Al has. He had the, the luxury, or maybe not, of watching the Nets um, play. Um, I keep forgetting the Nets are actually in the bubble to play. Um, um, however... Um, basketball it wasn't a very good look so we have lebron james out there and i try not to mention his name too much but on the one hand i had to this time because lebron james appears to be semi-campaigning for mvp i could care less but um hey well two questions um basketball will start on time um so do you so first question is do you guys think that a basketball will start and finish without any issues and B you can answer this if you want do you feel that uh LeBron James um is worthy of the MVP for this season I'm a I have my opinion but I know Al is the resident basketball associate head commissioner slash water boy slash you know gets to get the laces for the sneakers type of dude so I'm gonna yes, and if you yes and if you want the soapbox we can Dust it off for you and kick it to, over to you if you yes, want to yes, sir. that one. Yes, sir. We're, we're passing the microphone. <laughs> and we, I was just sitting there saying, uh, usually I would defer this to the baseball aficionado <laughs> when it comes to baseball. Um, I, 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 one reason why I'm laughing is because I was just going through this on social media earlier this, I mean, this morning um, and early this afternoon. Um, about so many people who saying that LeBron James should win MVP. I have people telling me LeBron James should win MVP just off the fact that he's carried the Lakers at the age that he's in. Um, I'm hearing so many people talking about, you know, it's LeBron James hands down. Like, I have people telling me LeBron James should win every year. Like, it's, it's, it's nauseating at this point. And so I'm going to really just I'm not going to get on no soapbox. I'm not going to say anything. I'm, I'm going to keep this as simple as possible. LeBron James and the, the Lakers, I give credit where credit is due. He's in the conversation for the MVP. Yes, I will give him that. He is not no shortcut winner for the MVP at this moment. The Milwaukee Bucks has the best league record in the NBA league. You're going to tell me that you're still going to pick LeBron James over um, Giannis, Ante, Giannis Antetokounmpo as front runner for the MVP. I think that a lot of people are still blinded to some of the star power LeBron James has. He has some points. I would, to be honest, I would put him in the top three conversation for MVP, but he's mm-hmm. not the clear cut winner, not by a long shot. People tell me that LeBron James, if it wasn't for LeBron James, the Lakers would still wouldn't have made the playoffs. Let's y- y'all writing off AD like he's just like some some third stringer. Like right. if LeBron James did, was not in was was not playing for entry reason or whatever case may be, they still have AD, still have Rondo, they still had Danny Green, they still had a couple of pieces that made the playoffs before. So don't tell me that LeBron if LeBron James wasn't on the Lakers that the Lakers wouldn't make the playoffs. The Lakers would still make the playoffs. So don't devalue what AD has brought to the team. Don't devalue what Rondo and what Danny Green and all these other players have brought to the team. You still got Kuzma as part of the team. So I'm going to keep this short. 
there are still more people that are deservingly in the running for the MVP. LeBron James is not the sole cut MVP front runner. He's never been the front runner. He will never be the front runner. As long as the Milwaukee Bucks has the best record, I feel as though that Giannis is still the front runner at this point. It could be 1A, 1B, but Giannis is definitely in the same conversation as LeBron James in the conversation of MVP. Everybody else can make an interesting argument from what I see. You cannot discount what the Milwaukee Bucks has done. I don't care what the look the Lakers. The Lakers may not even make it to the finals because you still got to deal with the Clippers. So don't give me that about you know if LeBron James was the MVP, he could have been. He should have been the MVP when he was just LeBron James and himself with the other Lakers before they traded for AD. Then you could have gave me. I would have got that vote. Then I would have take gave credit where the credit was due. But until then, you brought in AD, and now the Lakers are in a certain place where they are because of both LeBron James and AD. So if you say LeBron James and AD together should win MVP, then I will give you that credit. But until then, LeBron James alone is not the person that carried the Lakers to win to where they are right now. LeBron James had help this season with Danny Green, who was no slouch, with Rajon Rondo, who was no slouch, and with AD, who was in conversation carrying his own team with the Pelicans when they made the playoffs. So I'm going to keep this very simple. You still have a couple of people that are in the conversation. LeBron James is not a clear-cut winner, or in my opinion, a clear-cut winner to win MVP at this moment. Bottom line. That's all I have to say. Well, um, am I right? <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, LeBron had a hell of a season, but no, nah, I don't think he's MVP. Um, Giannis went out there and showed from day one that this was his MVP to lose, and he put up the numbers to back it up. And if you take Giannis off that Milwaukee Bucks team, that Milwaukee Bucks team ain't shit. Mm-hmm. And you know what's crazy? Because people have said that if you took off Giannis from Milwaukee Bucks, they would still make the playoffs. No, because the East is weak. Oh, they could probably make the playoffs as a seventh or eighth seed, but the East, is, the East is weak. Put Milwaukee over the West. Would they make the playoffs? No. But with with Giannis, would they be a one or two seed in the playoffs in the West? Yeah. So, man, they can sit there and talk about that crap that they want. But yeah, the bottom line is, you take Giannis off the the Milwaukee Bucks in the Eastern Conference, they're not a sixty or sixty plus win team. They may be a forty plus win team, maybe, and that's a stretch, <laughs> a, a huge stretch. You know, so. LeBron is LeBron. You know, LeBron is that generational type of talent that he's still putting up the numbers that he's putting up with 18 years in the league. He's 35, 36 years old. He got the gray hair starting to come out of his beard now. You know, I guess everybody's looking at that saying he's an old man and he's still putting up these crazy numbers, so he's deserving of such. But look, man, like you said, you take AD off that team and he's doing all that and there's still a one seed, Hands down, you got to give LeBron that 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 MVP. But you take LeBron and LeBron misses 15 or 20 games, AD's going to put that mantle on his shoulders. And he's going to carry that team. And they probably still could be a number one seed with just AD. So, yeah. Well, I um, <laughs> you guys said everything I, I, I could think of. I mean, yes, I mean, um, I mean, I mean, yeah, LeBron James, with the help of um, AD, you know, does, you know, unfortunately take a little bit luster because he hasn't been, because he hasn't had to do that much um, number-wise, um, you know, Giannis number-wise is better in points, rebounds, um, and I don't think assists, but at least the number of points and rebounds and defensive, and defensive stats, um, Giannis is definitely better than LeBron James. So I'm with you guys. I think that, you know, if you go with this year and this stats, I think it's hard not to put um, um, Giannis as the front runner for the MVP. Um, I'll agree with you. LeBron James is probably within that, you know, within the top three right now, if I had a vote, I would probably give it to um, Giannis again this year. Um, Not to take anything away from, from LeBron James. Um, He's a great talent. Um, but yes, I agree with you. You take Giannis off the Bucks, the Bucks go from a one seed to maybe an eight seed 
if they are even, you know, in that conversation in playoff season, you take LeBron James off the um, the Los Angeles Lakers to go from a one seed to maybe fifth or sixth seed. Mm-hmm. So I think people are discounting, you know, um, AD and what AD brings to the table and what kind of attention he draws. And yes, you know, everybody's saying, well, LeBron James is playing a point guard. Um, well, yeah, because he could play point guard, but he really can't play point guard, you know, 24-7. But, you know, when you have somebody like AD there where you can run the offense literally through him and takes off the pressure off LeBron James after scoring everything, yeah, he can sit there on, you know, point guard and not have to worry about that. So it's always a, you know, it's it's a pick your poison on LeBron James. You know, I've heard over the, you know, in the morning shows the people saying that, He's, you know, who's more valuable to that team and, you know, what does he bring? He, you know, LeBron James makes people better, yada, yada, yada. And I'm like, look, it's about what you're doing this year. It's not about what happened in the past years. And the one thing I always have to say is that, you know, let's call a spade a spade. LeBron James played when he feels like his team has a shot. Last year, he up and quit. Okay. Hello. He up and (laughs) quit. He got, big- hurt. he got hurt in that Christmas game when he was going against, you know, the Golden State Warriors. And let's call it spade a spade. If the Golden Warriors was constructed as it was last year, even with LeBron James and AD, they would not be the number one seed. But let's, you know, we'll go back to last year. He got hurt. The team sputtered. He came back. He got pissed and quit and cried and stomped his feet. And who cares what they're going to try to say about it? He motioned for AD to get AD there. And basically was willing to jettison the entire team outside of one person, Kyle Kuzma. Well, actually, he probably would have got rid of Kyle Kuzma if he could to get AD. And he quit. Give me, give me AD. I ain't playing. And then I'll play next year with AD. And the Lakers was able to work it out. But he quit. If you was that dude and you was the MVP, you could have came back. And you could have said, all right, I'm going to take this team and let's see if I can get to the eighth seed. In my opinion, if he, he would have had the best record, but guess what? I would have given him the MVP hands down because that would have been the feat with that squad he had. But he quit. Then you come back this year, and there's always a bit of revisionist history when it comes to LeBron <clears throat> James. Um, people are always quick to, you know, to say, well, he didn't have such and such and such because he didn't have talent around him, but he quit. And then he said, well, Michael Jordan, well, Michael Jordan didn't have a whole lot of talent around him those first couple of years. He ain't ever quit. The only time he quit was the second season when he broke his foot and he couldn't play. But I don't want to get too far off the rails. I think that, you know, in my opinion, I think Giannis stats-wise this year going into before the season starts up, I think it's Giannis. But LeBron James does make a case, but I don't think he's the MVP yet. But you did make up an interesting point because it always feels as though that everybody, when people always comparing that, you know, LeBron should be at this, LeBron should be at that. It's always because of what he's done. And it's never what has he done for me lately or what has he done for the team lately, like you normally would say. And I think that that's really where the influx is because you got so many people saying, yeah, he's the greatest. I'll vote for him no matter what. You know, I'll vote for him. And people were still talking about voting for him when the team, when the Lakers didn't make the playoffs as MVP, you know, well, he, if he was there and he would have carried it through, you know, they probably would have made the playoffs. I would have been, you know, there's people that legitimately, legitimately say these things. And it's like, y'all not focusing on the actual season. Like I get the fact that LeBron James, you know, great of a player he is, he cannot be the greatest player Every season, if he was, then the Lakers would be at the top of the NBA every season. Or he would be at the top of uh, – his team would be the top team in the NBA every season. That's what makes the definition of a great player. And people get that lost it's because he's more versatile. He's not like Michael Jordan. He's a more of a versatile player. That's all well and good. But at the end of the day – does it carry your team to the point where it needs to be? Now, granted, he has some success, but overall, it's not like he was just a dominant person that brought his team to supreme dominance. He had to do dynasties with a couple of different teams. Like, that's – and those 
the book hasn't been written yet. So I think a lot of people need to just bring that back down. I get he's one of the most versatile players in the NBA history. Granted that. But bring it back down to the season. The season of what he's done this season. And to be honest, Giannis has carried a lot more and done a lot more on, with the Bucks than what LeBron has done with the Lakers. And that's with AD. Like, I, I'm just – I'm just puzzled. I mean, how can – LeBron has AD. Giannis has Middleton, who is nowhere near AD. He has Brooke Lopez, who is nowhere near AD. Brooke Lopez, Middleton, where they've been all-stars maybe like once or twice in their careers. AD has been an all-star for how many years? You're going to tell me that there's a comparison – with the Lakers, LeBron and the Lakers with AD, Giannis with the Bucks with Lopez, Middleton. Is Middleton and Lopez on the same caliber as AD? So how y'all going how you going to like Giannis puts in a little bit more work with the Bucks than what LeBron does with a with the Lakers. Why? Because he has AD now. If LeBron had to put in work with Lonzo and 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 um the people that left, um, Lonzo, Brandon Ingram, and still kept Kyle Kuzma. If they would have had that same team that didn't make the playoffs, if he would have took that team, brought them up to the top echelon where they are now, I would give him much more kudos because that's what's showing what you can do with the team you have. You're building around your team. A lot of people don't – I mean, a lot of people don't see it that way. I see it as though is what – the players around you, what did you do to build them up? You didn't have to, you know, it's not about getting rid of them to bring in people that you want. It's what can I do with the people that's around me to build up that team? I shouldn't have to worry. I shouldn't have to convince um, management to trade for a superstar for me to get to where I need to be if I'm a superstar. If I'm at that top echelon, I'm bringing people in. Where I, if I have people that was brought in, I'm keeping them and building with them with that team. You see, you don't see. I'm not gonna give. I'm not gonna make mention to other people, but I'm just saying in general. Like, oh, 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 wow, oh. So not to take you off your uh, your soapbox. No, I'm not on a soapbox. I'm not on a soapbox. No, no. Well, well, you know, you 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 standing on a concrete uh, boulder brick, and I'm still on the ground. But um, <laughs> so so you saying that uh. LeBron was better well-served when he first came into the league and him trying to get players to come to him versus, versus him admitting to the fact that he realized that he could not win it on his own and he had to go seek out those those individuals. Maybe I, I just want to make sure I heard you correct. I, and if I did, I, 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 I may have misquoted and misspoke. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that at all. What I'm saying is, is that I... I, to be honest, I would rather him defend the players that he had with the Lakers instead of trying – I mean, instead of management saying we can get a superstar. Like, Rondo, Danny Green, they came to the Lakers. I don't have a problem with that because that's their choice. But I would rather him say, hey, look, I'm running this. Let's do what we can with these people we can. I'll work – I'll bust my butt with them, and then we'll see what we can do together. Like, I, I would rather him build – then the the super team thing, I was never a fan of. You 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 know that. So, I mean, I'm I'm gonna be honest with you. I've never been a fan of the super team. Like I, if if I, that's why I'm. I guess I'm more like. Now I'm, I'm gonna say this real quick. I guess why I, I I with Giannis when we talked about before with the Milwaukee Bucks with Giannis when he was saying before that. I don't want to join no super team. I want to build my team here, yada, yada, yada. And remember, AC was like, yo, be careful because you say that now, and then somewhere down the road, you may, if you say that you that now, and then something happens where you built a super team, it's going to come back to bite you. So I, 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 what I'm saying is, is that I respect those that says, you know what, I'm going to take what I can and build with the team around. That's, and that's just my opinion. I guess a lot of people don't feel that way. That you know, I, Lakers fans is funny sometimes because before they could say one thing, you know, but then if about LeBron, LeBron this, LeBron that, but as soon as he come on their team, oh, you know what? 
I forget everything I say. He's on with us now, so whatever he does, I'm completely fine. And I, 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 I'm telling you, I get Lakers fans that have done that. Like everything is forgiven now that he's on on the Lakers, and everybody wants the Lakers now to win championships. Like, and I keep saying this, I would rather prefer a smaller team that hasn't have had the opportunity to win. I would root for the underdog every day, every chance that I get. Bottom line. So. LeBron had his moment. I think that he's still in the conversation. I'm not going to knock that. But he's not alone. He is not the sole top. He's not, he's not number one to me. And I may be in the minority, but that's just how I feel. No, you don't think you're in the minority. I think there's a lot of people out there that feel and think the same way. Um, right now, I think a lot of people do feel that Giannis, at this particular point, based on where the season ended, um, back in March, Giannis was, even with those two or three games that LeBron James had in the weekend right before the cusp where he kind of won some games, all right, those are games in March. To me, that stuff is meaningless until you get to the real nitty-gritty, and we all know that comes in June. So a game in March where you had a good weekend and then you turn around a week later, you have some bad games, means nothing until you get to the playoffs in the finals because that's where your money's really being made. But when baseball starts at the um, end of this month, we're all going to, you know, see what it is. So I'm going to ask you this question. So I know it's been a lot of talk about some people saying whether this season should have an asterisk on it, whoever wins the um, finals. Do you guys believe um, all things being considered, the season starts, ends. I think it's going to start and end in that bubble without any major hiccups. Um, do you? But do you think the winner – of the um, finals, um, people will give them an asterisk behind their win? If LA wins it? In a bad way or a good way? If LA wins it. Any team? I think if LA wins it, yes. Just because there's going to be that many haters with LeBron and all this type of crap. Um, but if it's some somebody that came out of the dark and won it, probably not. Or for somebody out of the East, probably not. But I think if if it were LeBron, if it were LA or Golden State, yeah, it'll be some sort of asterisk. Golden State's not in it, and LA, if they find a way to lose, then yeah, I, I think so. Um, the only reason why I could see people saying it's an asterisk is because it wasn't their full roster. And it's not because of injuries or anything like that. Some people just chose not to um, play in the bubble as well. So I could see people going to say that from an asterisk level, I could see this being an asterisk. It would be unfortunate, but I, I could see people actually saying that this would be an asterisk season regardless. Because somebody's going to say something as far as, hey, we didn't have our – we didn't have our full roster – we ain't have this. We ain't have that. So it's going to be something. It's going to be argument no matter what. Some type of argument. Uh, you know what? I, I don't think it should. I think it would be very unfair. Um, but it could be. Um, okay, what just happened? I froze. Third. Um, out from the uh, out from the Clippers, or maybe you have um, Harden or Russell Westbrook, you know, re recontracting the you know the virus. Yeah, but you get a lot of top stars from the West Coast bracket lose, and the East Coast bracket lose. I mean, are out and can't play or finish out the season into the playoffs. Then I can see where some people put an asterisk on it if the Lakers win. But if everybody's there in their full squad, you know, they're fully squatted up with who they you know who's there. I don't think it should. Um, the only thing I would think as far as LeBron James is I think that after Kobe Bryant's passing, um, what he needs to win a championship irregardless to validate his reasoning for being in L.A. Um, if he doesn't, you know, people are going to try to say, well, it was the COVID season and yada, yada, yada. And, you know, his first season he didn't have a lot of help and then – whatever, if he doesn't win one, there's going to be some excuses to being made for why he didn't win it. But if he's got everybody there, if he wins it this year, I think it's still going to be insignificant because the Black Mamba passed away and 
he will never be as beloved as any of those other players, whether it be Kobe, Shaq, Magic, and go on and on. That's one chips there. Um, he'll win it, but it'll be like a eh. You won in the COVID season. It's not even a full slot, you know. But it's a it's going to be a big achievement, you know, based on how they had to stop, restart, go to a bubble, and then restart and go through what they're going through right now. I think it shouldn't, but I can see where people will, if they do win it, they can throw an asterisk on it. A bigger asterisk if some of the stars on the East and the West can't finish out the season and they still win. <laughs> and he says boo. Yeah, I, I mean, it's like I said, bottom line is this. Um, this season, I mean, now once this season starts, this is going to be telling. Um, right now, let's be honest, because the Lakers don't even have a full roster. Rondo's hurt, so he's injured. He's out. Um, Avery Bradley's not playing because of the COVID. So they don't really have a full roster there in place. So it's going to be interesting to see how these the rest of the season for goal, goals. Um, and if he wins, what's no, no, no. I take that back. If he wins, if he if the Lake, um, you know what? I'm not even going to go there because then I, I might hop on a soapbox. Um, <laughs> I'm not even going to go there. No, 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 no. But if he wins with the roster that he has, like, if he wins with the roster that he has now, and now you think about it with Rondo out, um, still have AD, so that that factors in something. But it's just Rondo, Avery Bradley. So the roster is depleted. If they win, I could see fans now. I can see fans now. Oh, he he won with a depleted roster. So I can see fans, Lakers fans being like, that's just solidify where he status is. This is going to be another peg no matter what. Um, while everybody else is going to be like, it's still going to be an asterisk no matter what. It's going to be just nothing more but ongoing debates that is unnecessary. Yeah, and it's in... You know, I'll say this last point about it, you know, you know, under these, um, he might come back and say, oh, well, because of one of these restrictions, I'm the greatest. Just like he said, when he came back from beating the Golden State Warriors down 3-1, oh, I must be the greatest. In regards to how much help and how much luck he got to get there, he did it all by himself with no help with nobody being out with no luckiness at all. But irregardless. Anyway, but to the larger point, I guess we all agree on this particular point that the NBA season will probably start and finish as they um, as they wanted it to. Yeah, but I will say this real quick before. Um, I really think that they um, how they did the first game, the first two games, I guess, in the exhibition season. I think that they really did. Uh, from what I could tell, it's like it's going to take off, and as more people watch it, they'll start to get a feel of what how the bubble is and it seems like they're they're okay with how things are right now so only time will tell but but i will say this i'm sorry i will say this the only thing that i didn't like about that about the what i saw was the the noise like they them piping the noise in the background um Oh yeah, they they're gonna have to make some adjustments, and like I said, it was it's a learning curve. But I think that there's gonna be some adjustments made during this season while before the season starts. Yeah, I heard they're gonna use NBA 2K noise, and Major League Baseball is gonna be using uh, MLB the Show uh, 20 noise to help offset some of the some of the quiet and some of the language that may be caught up picked up on TV. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, but. I would. I'd rather hear the language. <laughs> no, but it's funny because they was like during the game they was piping on defense, God, God, defense, and everybody's like, "Yo, why y'all piping that? Ain't nobody's gonna, no fans there to be yelling out defense." You know what I'm saying? So, I think that they're gonna have to make some type of changes there, um, some way, shape, or form. It's just like they felt as though that you was expecting fans to be. There participating, yelling, and stuff like that. 
and there was just no fans there. So it was just like a, a game. <laughs> ah, yes. Well, we shall see. And to finish up um, in this in a continuing saga of our lives, that is the Washington Sentinels, mm-hmm. I guess what they're going with. <laughs> mm-hmm. More news do? came out of that camp to say that um, – um, not specifically Daniel Snyder himself released nothing directly against him, but people under him, there's been some, you know, there's been uh, multiple complaints of sexual harassment, and now they're trying to clean up the mess that is the Washington blank <laughs> or, or the former Washington Redskins. So, guys, do you think there's going to be any serious wholesale changes with the Washington organization moving forward? Snyder want to hold on to that team, yeah. <laughs> and that's the bottom line. I agree. Coomstone says so. <laughs> nah, completely. I completely agree. Um, he don't want to risk anymore losing sponsorships at this point for something else. So yeah, he's gonna make some changes. Ah, uh, yes, and as Dan, as Mark Cuban said, who who he himself and his organization. Um, not that long ago, went through some similar issues. He said, best advice he can give is own up to your mistakes. Yeah, mad about it. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and correct them and move on from there. Um, deflecting and, you know, making it not seem what it is is the, the wrong thing to do. And from all case and purposes, they put out a ridiculous memo that really didn't <laughs> say much. <laughs> But they're going to try to do everything by hiring, you know, some people in front offices and doing X, Y, and Z to try to deflect from the real issues without actually seeing anything about it. So I guess we'll see with the impending investigations and everything, the ongoing saga, what's going to happen with that organization. Daniel Snyder is probably not going to sell. Um, they're not going to force him to sell. Um, his infractions, you know, as controversial as they sound, dare I say it, not as crazy as what happened with um the um, former Los Angeles uh, Clippers owner, but um, mm, mm, yeah. we shall see. But anyway, um, that is, we are up on our time. So guys, um, I don't know where they can find you at. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at CatDaddy1963. That's CatDaddy1963 on Twitter. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram. I am out calls. Twitter and Instagram. I am out calls. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and the gram, J.E. Ross, the number seven. Um, and as always, everybody, be safe out there. And thanks for tuning in to us and subscribing. And we'll look forward to talking to you next week. Have a good one. God bless. Justice for Brianna Taylor. Let's go. Stay safe, please. Put your goddamn mask on. True. I'm tired of y'all hitting the motherfuckers out there. Put your mask on. Mm-hmm. Excuse my language. For all those under 18, 21, <laughs> sons of bitches. Put your mask on! <laughs>